When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. Not only is the Bob and Tom Show live every weekday morning, but every afternoon we'll give you a little extra in case you missed anything. On today's big show, Keurig incidents, Emo Fittipaldi, and Floyd checks in. It's coming up right after this. The people going through heartbreak right now, and you don't know what to do about it. Okay. Get sick, turn my stomach, throw up, up, chuck, pray to the porcelain god. Barf, belch, bail out, blow chunks, lose lunch, vomit, feed the fish, and heave a log. <laughs> Evacuate, all you ate, retch, rout, regurgitate, drop your cookies, puke, and spew. Pearl, purge are just a few words that come up when I think about you. <laughs> That's quality material. Oh, that is beautiful. It's our way of making sure you haven't missed anything. This is Bob and Tom Extra. A couple hours ago, uh, I'm in the green room. I walk in there and I'm running a little late this morning, but uh, I walk in there and talk with Pat and I hear the sound of coffee. The telltale. Coming out of the Keurig machine. (laughs) Sound of liquid hitting. Uh, Not a cup. (laughs) You didn't put a cup under it. No, I do that about once a week. You forgot to put oh the cup God. underneath the easy. Got to talk. No, now, wait a minute. It's like, remember the old days when you were a kid and they had those vending machines where the cup would yes. fall down? Remember yes. those? <laughs> the cup would drop and then the, the, the liquids ice. would mix and you'd have a soda. Mm-hmm. It would throw the ice in and the whole thing. They, I haven't seen one of those in years. No. This would be like that, except the cup didn't come down. I didn't know they would do it with sodas also. I thought yeah. it was all coffee. No, was they coffee. did it with sodas too. Was that coffee any good in those things? No. We had a machine at my TV station back in the day, and it was... <laughs> now, Man. Josh, if I could impose, will you tell your Keurig story about Tom? Just just quickly. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. I was making a coffee, Keurig pouring you're into my mug. There, you're standing there waiting for your yes, cup to be yeah. filled. Yeah. Tom came in, he's talking to me, and as he's talking to me, I see that he's got his uh, coffee cup. He removes mine, my mug, from the Keurig. Coffee starts pouring everywhere. <laughs> He goes to put his cup under, and he looks and goes, uh, uh, somebody made a mess. <laughs> it was astounding. That's amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. And fascinating. Yes. That's where they got me my own little machine. Yeah. 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 There must be therapists listening. Just making notes feverishly, and uh, sorry, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. You're a case study. Okay. Uh, now, uh, we have... Uh, uh, a lot of nice letters about various things from the show from last week. I think you were here, uh, Josh. I know you were gone for part of the week. Uh, on One, day, always yeah. One day. <laughs> Journeys, your fishing excursion. Four-day work week. Uh, uh, <laughs> sad news last week, the death of Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was yeah, here for all of, that. A lot of tributes. And, yeah. Yeah. We, did our, we did our tribute. Uh, no, not again. Lo- no, 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 no. He wasn't underrated. A lot of folks enjoyed it. A lot of folks enjoyed it. I know I did. And uh, uh, Gordon Lightfoot wrote many great songs, certainly. Yes. 
but um, man, we, if there's any way we could get like a letterhead from the office of Pierre Trudeau or something, <laughs> admonishing Pat on a Canadian, oh, a Canadian treasure about Ella Fitzgerald. Oh my God! Well, it was a, a, obviously a knockoff of his great song, oh. "The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald," which I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And that was the first draft. A lot of the, people don't. That, that, that was the, that was the first draft. Or was there a, was there a previous draft of something? No, but a lot of people don't know there was an actual sequel. Uh, he took a, a Mich- sequel. He took a Michigan tragedy, and it, but, but it wasn't that big of a tragedy, so the song never worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he did do a sequel. Oh, how does it go? Oh, I'll do it for you. There was a fiery crash on the second lap of the Michigan Marble Five Hundred. An indie-style race at a furious pace. Their engines roared and they thundered. July 29th, 1996. Much damage to the car and his body. He fractured a vertebra, had a collapsed left lung. In the wreck of Emerson Fittipaldi. <laughs> See, it didn't. It was a lesser tragedy. I mean, yeah, he survived. Yeah. He was the great ammo. Yeah, he, he lived, he's he, okay he, though. He now. lived a race again. Do, yeah. Doing, doing wasn't okay. a big tragedy. Yeah, no sorry. reason for a sequel. Yeah, really. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he was really going back to the well, and it was dry. Thank you very much. Uh, well, um, uh, we well, have, uh, well, indeed. Yes. We have uh, Christy Lee at the uh, at the uh, news desk. I have a feeling the phone's ringing, and uh, I'll say hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, fellas. Hey, so hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I've enjoyed you see the party program. Sure. Uh-huh. i got to tell you, we need this rain, but it's kind of out of control. I'm holed up here at Mr. Fuel, yeah. waiting for the storm to pass. Yeah. But the good news is it'll keep the mud daubers and lot lizards at bay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they claim April showers to bring May flowers, but I guess all this rain in the month of May is going to bring Noah's Ark out of retirement again. Yeah, sure good. I don't know if you heard, but in Kentucky, I heard tell somebody built a new Noah's Ark. Yeah. And I tried to take Big D to see it, but with her bursitis acted up, we couldn't go on account they only let you go in two by two. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Here's one for you, Mr. Ace. What the Alexander the Great, Jabba the Hutt, and Winnie the Pooh have in common? What's that? They all got the same middle names. Boy, that Kentucky Derby was something else, wasn't it? Here's a few that'll make you giddy up without telling it. Why do racehorses like to toot when they run? Oh, no way. Because they can't achieve full horsepower without gas. I bet you don't know when vampires like to watch horse racing best. Wow. Oh, when? When it's neck and neck. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, <laughs> that's where they'll bite. <laughs> and you know, with all this rain, they plan on running Derby here again soon. I don't know if you heard the news, but it's been rescheduled for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if y'all seen the royal family crown the king, but it looked to me like Prince Harry got his tickets from a scalper. Mm. <laughs> 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 Is that a ball joke? I think it No, I think it ain't my bad seat. Bad seat joke. Yeah. yeah.
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Good morning, crew. I just got married. This is from Leah. Congratulations. Uh, I was married on Star Wars Day. All right. My bouquet handle was a lightsaber base. We also took pictures with our son dressed up as Kylo Ren. Uh, so there's What's her, her name? Her and her bride, uh, Leah. There's her and her bridesmaids. I wonder she, if that was I, one of the ones. Did she say where she got married? Doesn't. Uh, we have a new story a about city that. In Beaver, Ohio. Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. okay. Because there's a city in Ohio that had offered a Star Wars-themed wedding on May the 4th. Akron marked the unofficial holiday for Star Wars fans by offering 15-minute wedding ceremonies at the Highland Universal Gathering Spot. Most of the newlyweds dressed in traditional garments, such as white gowns or shirt and tie, but a few couples were wedding costume, including Jedi and Sith robes complete with lightsabers. Akron Municipal Court, Municipal Court Judge Ron Cable even told couples... May the force be with you. Isn't that sweet? Huh. Married you are. <laughs> oh, Yoda officiated? <laughs> Kiss bride you may. Um, <laughs> I hope they were, they were short ceremonies because I yeah. wouldn't want to have that. <laughs> A long, long ceremony. In <laughs> <laughs> a galaxy far, far away. That's nice. They move out of their yeah. parents' basement now. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy life. <laughs> so you automatically think someone who enjoys Star Wars lives in their parents' No, place. no, no. Just no. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I guess the only movie you like, of, is it Toy Story? I love Toy Story. Yeah, but. Star, I love the original. The first Star Wars was great. Well, the first movie, Star Wars, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. First three are pretty strong. Mm. They are. The Empire? Come on. And that next series where they, it's like watching C-SPAN with monsters in it. That gets a little bit boring. Certainly some, some dry scenes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. What else you got, Christy? Well, this is a weird story out of Germany today. A 51-year-old man was Uh-oh. rescued from the woods after a sex game went awry. <laughs> the man was discovered, Josh, firmly bound with ropes atop a deer hunting platform near the town of Buchberg. Does the German scheiser in the woods? Not <laughs> the old, uh... <laughs> he was fully dressed oh. with pantyhose over his head. The man appeared to have been tied up by a woman he met online, but at some point 
She received a phone call and fled the woods, suddenly leaving the guy behind. I must leave. <laughs> How do we know it was a woman who tied him up? Because a feminine knot or something? He it wasn't a feminine that. knot. He, no, was, he, he set it he up. He said it was a woman. Oh. He was rescued after a cyclist and a hunter heard his screams for help. Ah! Police said the man told officers he had a box cutter on him for such situations, but seemed to have underestimated the woman's bondage skills because he was unable to reach his knife. This is crazy. Man, this guy's into some stuff. Well, those Germans, though, they love their camp, oh, don't yeah. they? The man they was unharmed and refused to provide information about the woman's identity. Yeah. Pick, pick the wrong time to pop a couple of Viagra. <laughs> she is a strong mistress. I read about her. Oh, did you? Ava Brawny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big one. She's uh, very popular, but Muscular. very strong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's lucky that they that he wasn't found by a bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, pinata. Oh. Oh, a sack lunch. Oh, look. Annie Hosori must be sausage. <laughs> you have to wonder if her fetish was tying guys up and ditching them. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Boy, that's really something. Yeah. Yeah. You know the old joke where the bear keeps <laughs> finding the guy. <laughs> You're not here for the. <laughs> You're not here for the hunting. Hunting, hunting are you? Okay. <laughs> no, never mind. This sounds an awful lot like that, like that classic tale. Okay, sorry. Here's another weird story in this kind of realm: a night manager at a Tennessee hotel facing charges after a guest woke up. To him sucking on his toes. Well, uh... <laughs> according to police, David Neal used a key card to enter the guest's room around five in the morning. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> the guest said he awoke to the 52-year-old sucking on his toes. <laughs> and after confronting Neal, called police. Neal told police he went to the guest's room after smelling smoke. WCTV reports Neil's charged with aggravated burglary and assault. I smelled smoke because he was so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God. There has to be more to this story. You think? He's a, he, he likes to suck the toes of men, and he, he, in his defense, he, he probably thought, guy. hey, if I ask, he'll just say no. Yeah. So <laughs> Now, isn't the rule you never let your foot hang off the bed in a hotel because the monsters will get you? Well, uh, being oh five feet tall, I've never had that problem, okay. ever. You ever woken up to a strange man sucking no, on your toes? No, Saying this little piggy no. went to my mouth. How about a guy you know? Not into that, no. Mm-hmm. So this guy, how's he going to apply for another job? He's not. So, uh, <laughs> he's done. So, so Seymour, tell me, how did you how did you lose your last job? Oh, well, some prick put and turned me in for trying to suck his toes. I would imagine he's on a list now, right? Here's the dude. Oh man, he, he looks like a. Uh, Does he look like it's a just sucker. awesome, kind of a yeah. Wally Cox, plain Dexter looking guy. Sort of a sort of a sad. Hey, how are you? I'd like to. Uh, Good evening. Uh, by the way, I, I do have a question for you. Uh-huh. May I suck on your toes? <laughs> uh, no, but thank you. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> um, Actually, residents of a New Jersey township believe they have solved the mystery of the so-called pasta dump. Oh yeah. Last week. <laughs> 
Hundreds of pounds of pasta were discovered along the banks of a brook in a wooded part of Oldbridge. Was this called the pasta dump before it got to Tom? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's the headline. Yeah. From, this is the headline from NBC New York. Okay. Neighbors solve mysterious New Jersey pasta dump case. Last time I saw a pasta dump like that, I was in the bathroom of Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> NBC New York reports the pasta was, in fact, Zoom. raw, raw but heavy there. rains made it appear it had cooked before it was dumped. Oh. Oh, Have you seen no. the picture of this thing? Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. It's just sitting there, just a mound of our like, it's like kind a, of a, a line, a of line of it. of it. Yeah, neighbors say the pasta <laughs> came from a nearby home that is up for sale. They believe a man moving out of his mom's home after her death found a stockpile of old food and threw it out. <laughs> the township's public works department cleaned up the mess with the mayor, saying the case is now closed. Well, well not with the mayor. The but the mayor just, saying yeah. the case is now closed. I doubt the... No, I'm not going out there. No, 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 no. What? Cleaned Who up the discovered mess. it? Uh, apparently, people that were walking their dogs or something. Oh, okay. Back there, yeah. I was like, what the hell's this? When I tell yeah. you to dump pasta in the woods, I don't want you <laughs> having a stockbroker getting a Hummer finding it. They, they brought out a, a forklift uh, kind of device that had a big fork on it, literally. Oh, <laughs> and they turned it? That, that turned around. It was a different kind of fork. And a giant spoon to put it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that was a different. They had like a front loader with using the spoon. Uh, Wheelbarrows. Makes me kind of hungry. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's your favorite food, isn't it? Oh, we'll make spaghetti tonight for dinner. Delicious pasta. What was the guy thinking? Why did he put it in a dumpster? Why would you just throw food in the... Do you think it was going to be like recycling? He probably thought it would just dissolve into the soil. I didn't believe this story at first. I thought it was just a load of bolognese. But it turns out... <laughs> no, nothing, Chip. No, no. I, I was wrong to say it. No, I don't know. I don't know what kind of a mind would come up with that. Okay, all right. I will rethink my life. Just Maybe he threw it away because it was uh, it was expired. Oh, yeah. yeah pasta date. Pasta, pasta expiration date. Speaking of that, the price of pasta in Italy has gone way up. And Italy's industry minister, Aldolfo Urso, is calling for a crisis meeting over soaring prices. I'm Adolfo Urso. Urso. What? Urso. Nope, What'd you call him? Urso. <laughs> the cost of spaghetti and other pasta products rose by over 17% in the past year, despite a drop in wheat prices. So it's up a pretty penne. <laughs> oh, Seriously, you're starting to miss a load of bolognese, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. The, the halcyon days I, I of no the bolognese. Erudite. The bolognese comment was the surging pasta talks will be chaired by a government-appointed watchdog on inflation. It's a big deal. How'd you like to be the pasta, the government-appointed pasta inflation guy in Italy? That's probably higher than vice president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't say. No, the vice president doesn't go to international funerals. We send our pasta chief. He's, he's the guy that people respect. Uh, when we come back. And, by the way, don't let anyone ever forget, Tom contends that uh, pasta, depending on the shape, tastes differently from pasta to pasta. Yeah, and, he will, and it's uh, wrong. Even, even a, the, the most unsophisticated not, palate would tell you. It's not all made oh, from uh, eggs and flour, if that's what you're thinking. Right. Uh, many things are made similarly, but the shape... <laughs> It dictates the, the shape, uh, the shape, the way it's cooked. You can, on the taste. I mean, I know I like my spaghettios al dente, mm-hmm. which is a trick, by the way. <laughs> that is say. not easy to do. <laughs> you got to get really, to the factory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. You, you yeah. got to catch them early at yeah, the factory. They're a little mushy. <laughs>
Has anybody ever tried that? I don't think like so. a canned El Dente spaghetti. <laughs> That's it for another Bob and Tom Show Extra. Catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For Bob and Tom Extra, this is Christopher. Take care, everybody. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.